Hello, welcome to DAVCAT43. Thanks for tuning in. So today, as per always, so much news, so many developments. The world is in a critical inflection point for all of us. Now, I found something today, which was someone from a working class background saying today was the day that they realized they don't need to be ashamed to be working class. In their capacity as a union organizer, they've interacted with some better educated than them, smooth talking uh, people from, from higher societal echelons. And they realized there isn't anything intrinsically morally or intellectually better about uh, upper class people. And that's, that prompted a revelation to me because, as you know, if you've seen any of my previous broadcasts, I'm arguing that the world is suffering from an escalation of fascism, similar to that observed under the rise of Nazi Germany, whereby a manipulative leader, a charismatic, emotionally exploitative leader, was able to conflate uh, security with... Um, security with the appearance of strength. So by attacking other countries and acquiring um, acquiring their land, by attacking Jewish people, uh, that idea of identifying enemies and oppressing them, of over-hyping the risk posed to Germany by Jewish people, Jewish German citizens, Hitler was able to create uh, anxiety, fear and determination amongst those people in the German population who supported him and then just passive, startled acquiescence amongst the rest of them. So I'm arguing that we're seeing that now and that one of the key factors is working class alienation from the system of meritocracy that by default seems to imply that working class people are less valuable, not just less worthy of financial reward for their efforts, but also just less worthy of respect. Thanks, Jeff, for muting that person. (laughs) We don't need trolls in here. So yes, the question with Trump-ran fascism, modern Republican Party fascism, and the fascism we see also in the United Kingdom and in Australian politics as well, is how have conservative politicians been able to tap into a well of of disaffection, of entitlement, of grievance, and use that to forward uh, corrupt activity, used it to create uh, such an emotional well of support that people have lost their ability to hold the media accountable, have lost their ability to hold politicians accountable for corrupt behaviour, for crony style, backing each other up whilst bringing the population on board through reiteration of the threats posed by external or internal forces. How is it that America's had so many decades of Fox News being able to uh, promote hatred of of a political party? How has the ground been so primed with irrational hatred? I guess people do what they can get away with. Why did we let them, why did we let them do it? Why didn't we make more of a noise about Fox News uh, being a hate channel? Why didn't we make more of a noise about conservative media uh, and right-wing radio 
poisoning the hearts and minds of American citizens. And similarly in Australia, why did we let Rupert Murdoch poison people uh, so that they've become so irrational they no longer hold the government to account for uh, under-preparing our Australian society to cope with uh, increasingly hot, dry conditions that would put everybody in jeopardy. So not just the 700 people who've lost their homes in Australia over the last few weeks, but all of the people in Sydney now in the east coast of Australia suffering from uh, smoke inhalation. Thanks, Troll. I do aim to be funny as well as informative. I don't put a lot of effort into being funny, but that's because it's a serious situation. It's a serious problem for all of us that uh, corruption has been emboldened by fascism. So what's the hearings update for today? Uh, Eric Swalwell used his question time to great effect. He had five minutes of saying, who is it that instructed uh, Marie Ivanovich to be fired because she was an honest ambassador? Who, who got the honest American diplomat out of Ukraine so that uh, a corrupt ploy to uh, subvert the 2020 election to... Uh, illegally manipulate Americans by having a secret plan to initiate uh, an investigation against an American citizen and political opponent of Donald Trump. Who, who did that? Who made that call to oust Marie Ivanovich, the US ambassador to Ukraine? It was President Trump. Uh, who instructed Rudy Giuliani to go to Ukraine uh, as part of an effort to, to smear Trump's political opponent? It was President Trump uh, who – so, yes, essentially Swalwell helped through his questioning of the, the Democratic legal representative, the attorney Daniel Goldman. Eric Swalwell made it very clear that President Trump is the focal point for this plot, which has been very supported by evidence from direct witnesses as well as indirect witnesses, by text messages, by emails, etc. So – Hello, Brian. Thanks for joining. Thanks for joining in. Uh, so yes, the cheating president who cheated his way through the 2016 election, and then uh, hid his involvement in that by failing to cooperate with the special prosecutor, uh, and had ten documented instances of uh, counts of obstruction that would be not only um, make him liable to a charge of obstruction in real courts, but also for that any conviction to be upheld. And a thousand federal prosecutors signed a letter to that effect saying that if President Trump were anyone other than president, he would have been charged. He would have been indicted for those crimes of obstruction of justice. And it's not just an a process crime. It's a crime uh, that upends the exercise of the justice system. It upends the rule of law because if if you're able to uh, evade a breath test without consequence, then any uh, ability to make people accountable for drink driving is sabotaged. Don't worry, Brian, I am recording the audio of this in a podcast form so that you can listen to it at a more convenient stage if you like. And that holds true for anybody if you can't listen to this live uh, Periscope stream, I make that 
make the audio of this conversation available as a podcast, which you can get up through, you can obtain through uh, typing in DAVCAT43 on Apple iTunes or Spotify or Anchor Podcasts. Wherever podcasts are available, you can find audio of this. So the next point of the day is that the Supreme Court has left intact a Kentucky law mandating that doctors uh, describe the organs of a fetus to a woman who is there to obtain an abortion. So uh, in the case of this particular law, if a woman is seeking to get an abortion in the early stages, then in order to be able to describe the organs of the fetus in to the degree mandated by this new Kentucky law, uh, doctors have to give a woman a transvaginal ultrasound. So for men and for women who aren't familiar with what this is, this is a probe, or a white uh, probe connected to a cord that uh, has a condom put on it that is inserted into a woman. So this will be done not for any medically beneficial or medically necessary reason. This will be done to any woman as a requirement, as a legally mandated requirement before her doctor can give her an abortion. So if you're a man and you need to imaginatively engage with this, imagine you had sex last night with your partner, the condom broke and, uh, not sorry, not last night, two weeks ago with your partner, the condom broke, she's pregnant, there's been a conception, a sperm and an egg cell have made contact. You don't wish to proceed, neither of you wish to proceed with the pregnancy and the woman's feelings on this matter of, of uh, more significant importance as well because it would be her body given over to the task of uh, proceeding with a pregnancy and carrying a fetus or an unborn child, if you will, for nine months. You've decided to, to not go ahead with that pregnancy. She wants to get an abortion. You're already trying to pay the bills to look after your, your two existing children and and it's you're struggling. That your wife now has to go, your partner has to go to the doctors and get a transvaginal ultrasound, has to get something inserted inside her for no medically uh, necessary reason, but purely to appease the uh, religious extremists in the Kentucky legislature who want that doctor to be able to access a very microscopically small organism residing in your partner, uh, something that will become a child if your wife wants to proceed with it. But at this point, she wants to obtain an, an abortion. She wants to terminate the pregnancy. A doctor has to insert something inside your wife in order to read out loud to her, yep, that three centimetre long... Um, hang on, I'm sticking within a two-week time frame here. Uh, this, this tiny thing uh, may have a clump of cells that is electronically producing something that can reg be registered as a heartbeat, etc., just to shame and guilt trip your wife for uh, not wishing at this stage to add to her family, to not want to carry an unborn child, to not want to carry a zygote until it becomes an unborn child. Uh, yep. So things inserted inside you for non-medically necessary reasons. That is now a law that's been upheld by the Supreme Court, or rather left intact by the Supreme Court. Uh, even the the liberal justices are just afraid that the five conservative justices will, will defeat them if they try to, to challenge this law. So they haven't addressed it. They haven't talked about it. There is no written dissent. It's just been left intact. So Kentucky gets to proceed with this law. They 
They get to make all doctors providing abortions uh, provide accounting procedures, otherwise be threatened with jail or losing their license or accreditation, etc. If they don't, stick something inside a woman who has asked for an abortion. You want an abortion? Lie down, spread your legs. Thanks, religious extremists. And thanks to us, because the more we tolerate uh, the extremism of the Christian uh, right, the more occurrences like this, the, the escalating deprivation of liberty to women, the escalating deprivation of bodily autonomy for women, and the escalating hardships on the working class. So the people who will suffer the most under Republican legislative empowerment and Republican dominance of the Supreme Court will be working class people whose entitlements are stripped away from them. Mitch McConnell has today proclaimed that uh, the reason the deficit is so large is not because of the tax cuts, uh, which is a lie. Uh, Republican tax cuts are most certainly the reason for uh, the, the deficit blowout. And uh, the, sh- the sugar rush that that gave to the economy hasn't been self-sustaining and hasn't lasted. Uh, so, yes, McConnell is signalling his intent. Oh, he not only said that the deficit is not due to Republican tax cuts, which it is, he also announced that it's due to uh, social security payments, i.e. the Republican... Uh, false reality that entitlements which were which are a, a pool collection of pooled funds that are paid into uh, by people at during their working careers um, I have a, a troll commentator who possibly doesn't understand that I am repeating what uh, McConnell says to challenge it but not to endorse it So, yes, Mitch McConnell is lying through his teeth when he claims that Republican tax cuts haven't contributed to the deficit. They are the most significant contributor to the deficit. Uh, And corporations that received significant tax cuts have engaged in stock buybacks, which has uh, falsely inflated the worth of their companies without necessarily the, um, the profitability of those companies increasing in any way, shape or form. Ah, yes. Uh, look, troll, I'm not going to block you. And dear moderators, please don't block this troll person at present. Uh, America is something that you perhaps don't understand. Um, the system of entitlements is <laughs> is funded by people who work and there is actually very little uh, of a social safety net given for people suffering from financial hardship. So, uh, no, food stamps helps keep people alive during times of misfortune. And in the grand picture, uh, in the grand picture, contributes towards uh, a productive society and a society where people are able to work once they have survived periods of hardship. (laughs) No, no troll person, you you are a troll uh, because... It is, it is trolling to come to my Periscope and spout untruths that you have been fed through right-wing media. Uh, by definition, that's trolling because this scope 
is for the spread of uh, real information and not uh, poorly, poorly uh, supported lies about um, about how the American system works. America is very, uh, very low down the ranks of uh, industrialized nations, which offer support. So you may have. Yeah, bye. You may have imbibed too strongly from the Kool-Aid from Fox News or conservative radio, but there is very little uh, in terms of significant support for people who have lost their jobs or people who uh, are suffering from financial difficulties. Uh, it's it's an inflated right-wing ideological trope that America is so generous to people. It is not so generous. Yes, I, I will. I think the troll got rid of itself. Uh, so yes, whilst some people may be benefiting from a tax cut, ultimately they won't be benefiting from the blows taken by the manufacturing sector and the uh, farming sector. These all have flow-on effects. So even if Trump manipulates the employment numbers, uh, people will see as it becomes more and more obvious that there is harm, harm being done to Americans, uh, that people are finding it more difficult to pay their bills, which is why there are now historically high levels of people failing to meet their car repayments. Uh, job conditions are not uh, improving. People might have some jobs available to them, but those jobs are typically not as um, well covered by benefits. So Whole Foods, which is owned by Amazon, I believe, uh, are cutting medical insurance for people who work part-time. If if you believe that Trump is doing a good job, then you're either not paying attention, uh, brainwashed, or a poorly paid uh, internet algorithm etc. <laughs> yes. Uh, so the, just to return to Kentucky's extreme anti-abortion law is HB2. I wanted to point out something that women with the means to do so will leave the state. Women of Kentucky who want an abortion will not stay where it's legally mandated that they have to be uh, physically penetrated by a doctor uh, and a piece of uh, equipment for non-medical purposes. People will not stay for uh, legislated, legislatively mandated uh, penetrative uh, interaction. Women don't want to be medically raped for no ra to shame themselves uh, and they will leave the state and, and obtain an abortion in a different state. So the people whom this Kentucky legislation uh, applies to uh, women who don't have the available funds to leave the state. So they're the women who are probably already obtaining an abortion because they want to limit their family size because it's expensive to be poor in America. It's very expensive if you want, if you can't afford to buy a house or buy, make outright purchases of significant big ticket items. You can rent them and you are, you are squeezed. People will make money from your relatively impoverished state. Um, it's very racist to keep saying lowest employment ever for African Americans. Uh, it's very racist. It implies that African Americans have been done a favor by having an unemployment rate 
trajectory that has lowered in line with the general unemployment trajectory. There's no special favour that's been done for the African-American community and singling them out in that way to proclaim Trump is not racist because he's done them a favour is is singling them out for uh, implicit shaming as if to say you've you've been unemployed because uh, your community is especially susceptible to unemployment but Trump has helped you fix that problem that you have it's implicitly uh, claiming that African Americans are less interested in working than people who are not African American David, I know you're saying it ironically when you say Trump loves the blacks, but please don't do that because the moderators are quite likely to block you. Do not make ironic pro- or Trumpian sounding statements unless you use something like air quoting, air quotes to, to signal that there's some type of sarcasm. We don't have a sarcasm font, so you need to be more clear. Uh, <laughs> Trump supporters will stand by Trump no matter what. Indeed, he signaled that early on in his campaign when he said, I could shoot someone on Fifth Avenue and not lose a vote. Uh, more people might be understanding now how much this malaise is affecting America more broadly, uh, affecting Republican voters and Republican politicians, that they will lie through their teeth, that the Attorney General will also once again lie and deceive the American public. So, Barr is currently lying to people as we speak about the contents of the Inspector General report, which found that the FBI acted appropriately in initiating an investigation of the Trump campaign. And Barr is simultaneously saying he disagrees with the IG's findings, but also lying about what the IG has found. Uh, So that's Michael Horowitz. The other IG, that's the IG of the intelligence community, the the inspector general of the, um, which one? Foreign Affairs, Michael Michael Aitchkinson, the one who uh, alerted people to the existence of the whistleblower complaint, otherwise it would have been buried it. Uh, It would have been buried. That's something that Barr also disagrees with because Barr is a criminal, uh, well-placed to serve his criminal master. So how can we motivate Americans to uh, look beyond the propaganda that they're being fed and to advocate for themselves and each other? So do you know what? I've never supported Bernie Sanders because I feel that his actions contributed to putting Trump in power, but at the same time, he does have a skill for uh, bringing people on board with the need to protect the American working class. Uh, He doesn't often give enough credence to the role of uh, racism in exacerbating problems experienced by uh, people of colour in the US. Uh, But do you know what? He's still better than Trump. Even if he helped facilitate Trump's rise to power, he's still... uh, less likely to throw the poor, the working class, the working poor and women under the bus. He, But people don't seem to be talking about him as a second front runner. So Biden's the front runner. And some people are speculating that perhaps Trump's uh, Ukrainian plot to sabotage uh, Joe Biden might actually be helping people support him more. 
yes, I have seen the people who on Twitter, the Trump supporters who have been threatening to literally assassinate any Republican senators who vote to impeach or vote for Trump's removal in the Senate trial. Uh, because impeachment occurs in the House and that just needs a simple majority. And then in the Senate, you need a two-thirds majority. So 67, is it? 67 senators would have to vote to remove Trump. Uh, and there's murmuring that some senators uh, might be on board with doing that. Hard to see that many who will just because so many Republicans in the House are being so treasonous so openly, who are supporting with Russia, who are encouraging this, the American military to support Russia, who are allowing a country that is hostile to the US, that wants to uh, diminish the importance and significance of America as a superpower, who want to undermine your economy, undermine your democracy, etc., and that has an economy the size of, of the New York economy, how that can exert so much power. The reason why uh, the reason why Putin has so much power over the US is because of uh, Republicans, desperate Republicans face, facing political obsolescence and political redundancy as the American as the demographics of the United States continue to, to diversify. Uh, those Republicans have been holding the door open to Russia, have been holding the door open to Putin's influence. And Putin is a, is a mobster leader of a industrialized nation that is nevertheless majority white. Uh, so for that reason, they've formed a natural alliance. Putin also is effectively a, a fossil fuel oligarch because he gets a cut of all of the fossil fuel businesses operating in Russia. Uh, so Republicans that accept a great deal of money from fossil fuel executives and American fossil fuel oligarchs, as well as gun manufacturers, uh, are happy to work together with Russia and subvert and betray American democracy in order to bolster their own position. Um. Ah, yes, somebody makes a very good point that the rule for um, a two-thirds majority in the Senate means to remove Trump, it has to be a two-thirds majority of senators that are present. So it might not need to be 67 senators voting uh, to oust Trump on account of his criminal behavior and his abuse of power and he's putting his own political... Uh, interests in being re-elected ahead of American national security interests. Basically, Trump being for sale uh, to any Tom, Dick and Harry dictator that engages with him or helps him because he is so desperate and he is so incompetent. Uh, he is competent at emotionally manipulating his base, but that's not a majority of Americans. So it's still difficult for Trump to win uh, he's assisted by the existence of the very fundamentally historically racist electoral college system, which gave um, an extra weighting to the votes of people in states that were formerly dominated by slaves and slave owners.
I have a troll. I have another troll. Um, yes, it is a troll Russian propaganda piece to argue that Hillary Clinton was involved in selling uranium to Russians because Hillary Clinton was one of uh, multiple people in, in the US government that had to sign off on uh, the, a Canadian company importing some uh, some plutonium stuff. I don't know, some type of radioactive mind material uh, with provisions on how it could or couldn't be used. So no, it's it's a nonsense Russian theory. I don't want to use the, con- the term uh, conspiracy theory anymore to talk about Russian propelled narratives because Trump is literally conspiring with Russia. Trump is literally conspiring with the Turkish um, dictator as well. Trump is literally conspiring with Netanyahu and is literally conspiring with Saudi Arabian royalty to sell out the interests of the American public, to betray Jamal Khashoggi, to betray uh, US soldiers that fought alongside Kurdish, the Kurdish troops and the Kurdish people, uh, and for them to have to abandon their posts, abandon uh, their co-combatants who they fought with for five years, and to know that they are being slaughtered uh, and their children exposed to the elements and forced to leave their homes and die in the Syrian winter. Uh, so these are all betrayals of uh, betrayals of the American public and sections of the American public, such as uh, the American armed forces, the American um, working poor, the American working class, etc. So when somebody says sources, you're free to take any of my assertions and Google them because this is all in reference to stuff that is uh, available in the public arena. So yes, Trump's son-in-law, Jared Kushner, had a 666 building on Fifth Avenue um, bailed out by the Qatari government investing, I don't know, is it $1.6 billion in Jared Kushner's uh, disastrous real estate investment decision. Okay, so you're telling me Google is worthless because it is directly tied to the government and yet you have bothered to waste your breath saying to me sources <laughs> when the internet is something you don't wish to use. Have I not blocked the troll yet? Maybe I blocked the wrong person. Um, yes, a representative republic is actually a democratic system. Uh, this is the problem with the UK at the present. They have a represented, representative democracy, uh, but they made a bad decision. Their, their leader at the time, made a, David Cameron, made a bad decision and put forward a piece of direct democracy. That is, let the let the UK citizens vote in a referendum, a non-binding, non-compulsory referendum. So once people have a taste of that direct democracy, it gives them the impression that that's how things should be conducted. You should get what you voted for. Uh, Instead of electing representatives who then uh, find something that's workable, that the majority want, that serves the public interest, it's their job to find that out for you. You don't have to make all of the decisions on an individual voting basis. Uh, so for that reason, the fact that the UK is still a representative democracy means they will never be able to agree on a Brexit deal 
because to do that, they would have to find a deal that was better than the deal they already have as, as a member of the EU. Now, it's impossible to do that because uh, sabotaging all of the trade deals you have currently with EU member states, uh, nothing's going to be as good as that. Everything's going to be worse. So no, they can't get consensus amongst their elected representatives in their system of representative democracy because all of the deals are worse, which means Boris Johnson gets to push ahead with a no-deal form of Brexit, which is the worst possible outcome for the UK, but also for other EU member states as well, because it just stuffs up all of the trading relationships and it weakens the EU. And the person whom it benefits is Vladimir Putin. So the actions of Trump and the Republican Party at, president, at present benefit Vladimir Putin. The actions of Boris Johnson benefit Vladimir Putin. The actions of the Australian government don't benefit Vladimir Putin, but benefit essentially the colleagues of Vladimir Putin, the other oil fossil fuel magnates around the world, and Rupert Murdoch, who also benefits from promoting uh, white Christian hegemony. Uh, an end to the separation between church and state. Russia separated from from church, uh, but it's experiencing a religious resurgence. And Putin certainly takes advantage of people's interests in joining a cult. The type of emotional well-being you get when everybody believes the same uh, non-logically supported things together. So people... I read something yesterday about someone who, who, as a cynical 20-year-old journalist, 20-something-year-old journalist, had gone to an Elvis festival and had become a convert to this sort of cult worship of Elvis because I shouldn't call it a cult because it's not hurting people. It's a celebration of love. Uh, and people who have fallen in love with Donald Trump I like people who fall in love with an abusive partner. They, they believe things about their partner that isn't true and isn't supported by the evidence. But they enjoy believing things that aren't supported by evidence. It becomes a matter of faith to continue to say Trump's great, he's doing good, he supports America, regardless of all evidence to the contrary. Oh, I just remembered that I have blocked in a a live YouTube stream for now. Oh, okay, waiting for me, here we go. So I've got to do that. Um, it's gonna broadcast live to YouTube. I've found a new website that lets me stream live. Uh, please join in if you can follow me there. It's davcat43 on YouTube. And the great website is going to enable me to do split screen um, interviews with people. Uh, so if if anybody wants me to interview them and to have their face on screen as well as their voice, get a pair of earbuds, send me a message, uh, direct message via Twitter, and uh, I will be able to send you a website link to this uh, live, live yard, um, sorry, stream yard website, and you will be able to have a face-to-face -face live streamed conversation on YouTube. So if you're interested in that, and you follow me already, you can direct message me and we, and we can do that. I'm also trying to um, bring other people on board to do that. So today's my first live broadcast of that. Let's hope it works out well. Davcat43youtube.com. I'm going to be broadcasting there right now. It's all set up. In fact, I can just start it. Enter broadcast studio.
pro tip where Welcome to Davcat 43. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy today's episode.